Hey, this episode is brought to you by Bob's Containers. Bob's Containers is the leader in shipping container housing, modular solutions, and more. It's a no-brainer with Bob's Containers. Turn your backyard into a profitable machine with a quick Airbnb, a backyard office, or something more. We also make shipping container offices, container restrooms, laboratories, anything you can dream of. We'll containerize a solution for you. So check us out at bobscontainers.com or give us a call, 833-265-3269. Thanks. This episode is brought to you by Vineyard Sun. Vineyard Sun is a local Austin company that makes quality sunglasses made from sustainable materials. You can see their styles on vineyardsun.com or follow them on Instagram at vineyard underscore sun. Welcome back, everybody, to the Moon Tower Business Podcast. This is your host, Joseph Obell. And today I have the pleasure of speaking to Nick Courtright, who is the founder and CEO of Atmosphere Press. Nick, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here, Nick. Um, maybe we just get started by uh, if you could just introduce yourself to listeners uh, real quick and just kind of talk about your your background and experiences uh, prior to launching Atmosphere Press. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to. So you know, I I had my background as a writer. Uh, I came to Texas from Ohio about 20 years ago to study creative writing and. I ultimately ended up, you know, studying poetry of all things. You know, I was from a very early age, I was just chasing the dollar, right? So I wanted to be a poet, you know, since that's that's where all the money is, right? And I, uh, you know, studied at Texas State, got my PhD at University of Texas, and taught at all sorts of institutions in Central Texas. I uh, ACC, St. Edwards, Houston Tillotson, you know, UT, Southwestern. I was all over the map as a professor. Uh, and, you know, published, a, had a couple of books of my poetry published and sort of built a life here and was just pursuing the academic route. Uh, and then never had any plans to be an entrepreneur or to start a business or to you know, go into publishing or to any of that stuff and was just helping a writer, uh, a Texas-based writer in uh, on his poems. And he wanted his book to be published. And I had some experience with publishing from having my books published, having worked for a small press. And I thought, hey, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and help you publish your book. And that was 2015. And that became the first Atmosphere Press book. And here we are now, uh, about eight years later, and we just published our thousandth book. Wow, that's big. That's awesome. Um, can you talk a little bit more about your experience as a professor? Uh, I think you you taught literature. Uh, what was that like for you? And then while you were a professor, did you have uh, interest from students that that would come to you and say, hey, I'm I'm working on... Uh, a novel or I'm working on on a book that I'm writing and, and I want to get it published. Yeah, yeah. So I loved teaching. I thought it was uh, a really enjoyable, very rewarding uh, life path. I taught uh, lots of literature classes, American literature, ancient literature, you know, world literature, whatever you could find, really, I was teaching it. Uh, and a lot of creative writing. And of course, uh, as all you know, young professors must do. I taught a lot of freshman composition, um, which was less fun, I can say. 
uh, and graded a ton of papers and, you know, all of that. And, you know, being in academia was, you know, rewarding in some ways, but also frustrating. You know, it's it's difficult to find steady work. It's difficult to have upward mobility. You know, there's a reason why I was sort of having to, you know, patch things together by teaching at a lot of different institutions is it's just difficult to, you know, stick in that industry, even if you have, you know, great evaluations and a really wonderful rapport with students. It's it's just a tricky business. And yeah, I would have students come up who I was, you know, helping with their work. And, you know, some of them have gone on and, you know, published books of their own. And that's definitely a, a really rewarding thing. But if I had to, you know, if somebody was like, hey, you can go back and be a professor again, I think I'm I think I'm good. I'm good where I am. I, I like this this world of, you know, being a publisher and it's a it's a different kind of teaching. Uh, but there's a lot less paper grading. And you know, that that's definitely something I appreciate. Nice. And so on the on the business side, how was that kind of experience for you starting your own business and kind of high level? What does that look like? I mean, you know, if it's like a a typical business, like I'm an attorney, I, I think it, most people can kind of think about what it would be like to start a law firm and what kind of some of those, the process would be like, some of the expenses and, and things you have to uh, invest in. High level, what is it like for starting a publishing company? Yeah, well, it's like at the beginning, I had no real inclination or inkling that I was really starting a business. It was just sort of like seemed like a one-off thing. You know, it's like, oh, I'll just publish this one book. And in the early days, it really was just somebody sort of had to like knock on my door and be like, can you help me for me to work with them? Because I was still teaching classes, you know, that was what I was doing. Um, and it really wasn't until, you know, 2018 that, you know, it started actually like becoming a thing. And I started tapering off my teaching and, you know, really going all in on this. Uh, and it was strange coming from academia. I didn't have an MBA. I hadn't had my years in the cubicle farm, you know, to sort of help me know how to run a business. So I was kind of doing a lot of it on common sense. And I think that that really helped me because now here we are these years later, we have a team of about 45 people between employees and contractors. We're working with all these different authors, you know, we're growing and like trying to offer, you know, more products and, you know, just have really just give authors an exceptional experience. Like that's from the very start, what we've been about is just respecting author vision and really trying to do right by authors, have a fair contract, to be really transparent, really honest, really forthcoming with everything. It's been a super rewarding process building all of that. And in the early days, it was I was doing the editing, I was doing the cover design, I was doing the layout, I was uploading it to the distributor. And now... I don't do any of those things, right? Uh, now my focus is on just making sure that the whole operation runs smoothly uh, and that you know the team is happy, that we're continuing to innovate, and you know, that we're you know staying ethical and you know, really just you know trying to do good work and 
it's been a learning process all the way through and uh, a really enjoyable one at that. Speaking of learning process, you you published a few books, uh, I think you said on poetry. What was that experience like for you when you did that? And what takeaways did you did you get from that experience and working on Atmosphere Press and the services you offer for your customers? Yeah, yeah. So I've had three of my books published, the three of my poetry collections published by Goldwake Press, which was founded in Boston and is now based out of Iowa. Uh, and it's a really great, small, independent literary publisher, publishes a lot of experimental work. And then I have what was my PhD dissertation, uh, which is about textual interpretation, you know, very, you know, sort of, you know, esoteric stuff. Uh, and that's published out of Blaze Vox Books, which is an independent press out of Buffalo that's really known for, you know, doing innovative stuff in the literary field as well. But the thing is, is that with both of those, they're sort of, they're small operations, right? You know, where, you know, there's not a huge publicity team behind things. There are just sort of like limitations in the amount of reach that you can get with a lot of small presses, you know? And really what informed the way I've set up Atmosphere is just seeing what happened with other authors. Like my experience publishing has been pretty positive. You know, but I saw a lot of other authors who, you know, their book had a cover on it that they didn't like, or their editor made them, you know, change the ending of their book, even though they didn't want to, or sort of held their book hostage or took the rights away from their book. So when I found an atmosphere, I was just like, okay, let's just build all of this to not do any of that, you know, and to respect authorial autonomy and to be really clear and straightforward with them from the start and just really sort of, you know, hitch our wagon to the idea of author rights. Um, because the thing is, is that a, a book is a book and a book can sell a ton of copies or not sell a ton of copies, but the act of writing and creating, like that's something beautiful. And whether you're a painter or, you know, you're a cook you know, or you're some other sort of artist, or you're you're building something, or you're a carpenter, or a woodworker, or a writer. Like these are all creative acts, and they can be really, really rewarding. And so I wanted to sort of lean into that. Like this is a really healthy, this is a rewarding and valuable thing for you to do in your life to create something, and we can then help authors take that creation to the next level by giving them a professional team that's going to, you know, be a true partner to them through that process. That's great. And that leads in perfectly to my next question. I mean, can you kind of talk about uh, the different services or products that you offer to authors or potential authors, and then maybe just kind of walk through what that process is like from kind of start to finish on a typical author that comes to you with, with a project? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I could say it, it's, it's a really awesome process, but it's not like a, a you know, a super, super like turnkey, like here's my manuscript, see you in two months when it's done. You know, it's an intimate relationship, you know, that we're working on. And we really try to foster that. So, you know, every project that we work on starts with, you know, the author meeting with an editor. So we do two editorial meetings, talking through the work, trying to improve it. You know, on a macro level and a micro level, we do proofreading. 
the interior layout and design. We work really collaboratively with authors and we make sure that the interior of their book is, you know, beautiful and current and up to date and also gets their approval uh, to move forward. And on the cover design, that part's where we've really been innovative is that we have a great team of a half a dozen designers for every project, rather than just sort of by fiat giving authors a cover design that they like or that they that we like and that we want them to take or accept, we ask them to sort of show us book covers that they like and give us feedback on uh, you know the types of things that they would have in mind for their cover. And we try to match them up with the designer who's going to be a good fit for their aesthetic. So that's why as a press, you know, our covers tend to be quite diverse because we're always trying to meet an author where they're coming from and give them something that they want, but also something that they never would have ever envisioned because we're using professionals to give it to them, uh, who are going to also bring their own sense of creativity to it. So we go through that whole process in production. We have a great managing editor, great art director. All of it's just, we really try to hire for personality as well as skills. So these are really fantastic human beings. And then we hit publication. And that's when you get paired up with our publicity team that's going to, you know, help get you reviews for your book, you know, set up advertising for your book, global distribution, get it out there, try to work collaboratively with you on setting up pricing for your book and to, Really, right from the very beginning, when somebody signs on with us, we're giving them a document on like, do you want to sell copies? Here's some advice, right? Uh, because we do feel like, you know, in today's world, there's so much traffic out there in the world of literature and the world of books that, you know, the author needs to be an active participant in that. So we try to, you know, help educate them, be a partner to them, and do everything that we can to help them get the outcomes for their book that they're looking for. So when people come to you, do they typically have like a, I mean, I know it, there's an editorial process, but do they come to you kind of like a semi-finished product or do some folks come to you and just, you know, I have 10 pages so far? We definitely get some people who are like, I have 10 pages. And typically in those situations, we say, that's awesome. Write a hundred more of those, <laughs> you know, and then we have something we can work on because we sort of have decided as a company that we didn't really super want to get into the, the ghost writing business. You know, there's plenty of places out there that will promise you the world, like we're going to tell your story in this beautiful way. But we were more interested, I guess, in working with actual creators, you know, like people who had sort of put the time in, they worked on making some content themselves, you know, and now with the world of AI, you know, like you can even have ideas for your work and sort of collaborate with AI on your own to create content so that you can actually have a book that is your book that you got robot partnership on to help you make that content. So we're not innately against that. Some places are, but I understand. It's like, if you're busy in your life, you might need a little bit of help 
you know, creating that content. And we understand that and we respect that as long as ultimately in the end, you know, you're the creator, you're the one who's taking ownership over it. You know, we can, you know, collaborate with you, you know, to try to really help you maximize your vision and, you know, give you something great on the other side. How about in terms of pricing? Can you kind of talk high level on, on how that works? Yeah. So basically sort of at the, you know, we have three primary packages that we offer authors uh, that range from a total of uh, 5700 you know, for the sort of essential package, which is all of the editorial meetings, the, you know, proofreading, the layout, the design, global distribution, all of that to our sort of premium package, which is 8,700, which includes all of that plus, you know, a, a lot more publicity help and things like hardcover and stuff. And then there's our flagship, which is 11.7. And that one, and we do all of these in three equal payments is typically how people do it. So either three payments of 1900, 2900, or 3900 payment plans are fine. You know, we're always really flexible. Like that's a big part of, you know, how we do it is that we don't, you know, expect people to pay everything up front or anything like that. We understand that this can be, uh, you know, a notable investment for people. But with the flagship, the amount of stuff that it includes is kind of insane. You know, like lots of publicity assistance, you know, merchandise for your book is included, like extra rounds of proofreading, like Kirkus reviews, paid advertisements, Amazon ads, all sorts of stuff to, you know, try to help you, you know, get that work out there for you, whether you're a nonfiction writer who's using it to elevate your career or whether you're, you know, uh, an older person who has a memoir, you want to tell your life story, you know, as, you know, a legacy piece to sort of like secure your identity for posterity. We love working with those projects. They're really, really gratifying. And we just try to meet people where they are uh, regardless. And also as part of our standard publication contract, Everybody retains the rights to their works. We don't take ownership rights, which means if you're you want to republish later, you want to turn it into a movie, whatever, you're free to do so. Uh, authors also get ninety percent of their royalties. They final artistic autonomy on the work. Everything is collaborative, and they have to approve at every sort of gateway threshold. Um, so we're never twisting anybody's arm. We always only want to work with people who, you know, are really ready to do this. And what kind of feedback are you getting from your authors? Oh, it's pretty insanely glowing, right? Like we really, really take this seriously. And it is a long-term relationship, right? It's not like a single meeting, single transaction, boom, there it is. You walk into the car, car dealership. And you like drive away in your Mercedes, right? It's something where we're going to have a lot of interaction with you. We're going to really be working with you through this. So the feedback that we get tends to be really positive because even if there is an issue, we're going to catch it early and we're going to talk through that with you because we want to maintain positive relationships. We want to work with you on your fourth book and your fifth book and your sixth book. You know, so because of that, you know, we're really, really beholden 
to this idea of maintaining author satisfaction throughout the journey. How about, um, I mean, I, I have no idea. I've never worked with a publishing company or anything, but like, is most of your stuff like actual print or do you do digital as well? And then what's the kind of uh, percentages of like how that, like what you, what you produce on digital versus print? Yeah. So we do all of our books in print. People love the, the artifact, right? And we do hardcover for probably about 25% of our books, depending on whether that's something the author wants. We do ebook for about 95% of our books. There's only like some books that like don't work super well in ebook. So we talk that through with the author, whether they want to have an ebook that's less than ideal or whether they'd rather pass on it. And we do audiobook for authors who want that. Um, that's probably about like 10 to 20% of authors want to do audiobooks. So we're on board with all of it, right? And as things move forward, you know, with things like AI, especially in the audiobook world, like that's going to be revolutionized like here within the next couple of years where we're probably going to start doing audiobook for a much higher percentage of authors just because market access is going to be a lot easier for people. Yeah, it's going to be interesting how that all that plays out with with AI and developing technology. Is it, it sounds like you're doing some great stuff and offering some uh, awesome services for authors and potential authors. Um, in closing here, is there anything else you'd like to add uh, and share with listeners about uh, Atmosphere Press and anything else that you're doing and things to look forward in the future? Yeah, so I think what... I would recommend to people if you're interested in writing uh, or creating is check out our website, atmospherepress.com. And on there, we just have a boatload of resources because our mission has always been author forward. We give a lot of stuff away for free, you know, so we give away, you know, free interviews. We give away free books if the author was interested in a giveaway. So, uh, free, you know, book blurb programs, lots of free advice and education. So on our website, we've got a ton of stuff that you can just get, right? And that's also where you can submit a manuscript um, for consideration. So I highly recommend that. Um, whether you work with us or don't work with us, um, it's great just to go through that process and sort of see how it works. And a lot of people will do a consultation for free with us about their manuscript just to talk through their options. Um, and that can be uh, a really rewarding thing. And also on there, we have a, a publishing potential quiz on there that's 10 questions that asks you about everything from like, how much can you picture the cover of your book in your head to how important is publicity to you? To how much do you want to, you know, work with partners on your book versus go it alone? And depending on the answers that you give to the quiz questions, we have super curated advice that'll help point you in the right direction. Whether it's, hey, you should go try to get an agent and publish with Penguin Random House, to you should self-publish, to oh, your book is still in progress here's some really great tips to help you finish it off. Um, so those are some things that I, I think are, are good for people to check out uh, and that you know can help people make a difference for themselves as writers. That's great. I'll put the uh, website in our show notes so folks can find it. And um, 
Last question of the day is, what's your favorite restaurant in Austin, Texas? Ah, uh, so favorite restaurant in Austin. So I've lived in Austin for 20 years. I was on the east side for uh, a long time. And now I live out on the west side. And I have to say, the place I'd want to recommend right now is Siena, um, which is an Italian restaurant, a Tuscan restaurant that's at 360 and 2222. Uh, and it's just fantastic. It's, it's a wonderful place. Great for date night. So, you know, if you're, if you need something, uh, need to go on a date, that's, that's a good place to do it. I totally agree. I've been there. It's, it's been a while, but, uh, they have some great food and wine. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Awesome. Well, Nick, thanks for coming on the podcast and, uh, we'll encourage listeners to, uh, to check out Atmosphere Press, look into it and, uh, reach out to you if they're looking to uh, publish their book and hopefully we can have you in on the podcast sometime. Okay, sounds great. Thanks for having me. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Vineyard Sun. Vineyard Sun is a local Austin company that makes quality sunglasses made from sustainable materials. You can see their styles on vineyardsun.com or follow them on Instagram at vineyard underscore sun.